Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from various places in and around Los Angeles, including Treasonable Studios, with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. He's a comedian who's originally from San Francisco. He toured for a decade and is now a writer, commercial, and film actor in Los Angeles. Happy to have him back on the panel, Jeffrey Scott Hendrick. Welcome, Jeff. Hello, Dr. Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Doc. Uh, Just tell me where it hurts. (laughs) (laughs) My heart. Don't show. Don't show. (laughs) It's the problem with these these Zoom calls. You you know, you got to be careful what you ask for. She is a comedian you may have seen on Last Comic Standing. She's a mom, and you read her stuff in the Huffington Post, Medium, among other places. It is always a pleasure to have her back with us. Live from Burbank, it's Katie Massa. Kennedy, welcome. Oh. It is such a pleasure, and I have to say that that I am going to be super spreading the love right now. <laughs> well, let's let's hope that love goes viral. Uh, <laughs> as wah, wah. <laughs> hey, it, it happens. We like to get the the clunkers out of the way early. <laughs> Uh, as always, we are joined by comedian, scholar, and the black voice of reason. Always my pleasure to introduce Mr. Time and Ship. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Power to the people. Good to see you guys. Yes. Ah, the black folks are cheering the day, aren't they? Yowza, yowza, yowza. sandwiches for everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, that sounds good. You know, I've got a uh, I've got a fifty percent off coupon for Postmates. So if you know any uh, soul food places that deliver to East Hollywood, uh, let me know. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, me- I'm sure everybody can get them a snoot sandwich by time. Oh man, you know, I I, I don't go that far, but uh, it's, o- it's it's only Flint's and Oakland would deliver to you, my friend. You have <laughs> yourself a fine meal. Hey, uh, you know, take me down to Sylvia's. That seems to be the place. As for me, I am Dr. David Robinson, your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse, not to mention the current one. And we do have a lot to talk about. What a week it has been. And we will get to it momentarily. But first, a message from our sponsor, Community Spread. It's morning in America. And people are waking up to the great taste of community spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. 
Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community Spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using Community Spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community Spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation Ah. that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread. Unmitigated Spread. It's time for a second peek. Well, I, you know, I need to get in touch with our sponsors because I... I, I'm not entirely sure, but I believe they are preparing to uh, release a limited edition White House edition of Unmitigated Spread. It is it is tasty and oh so timely. So before we get into all the topics of the week, let's take a look at the numbers. It is 31 days until the election, and as of today, we've got... Timpani. 208,562 Americans dead from the coronavirus and 7,362,500 confirmed cases. Not sure if that counts all the ones that are coming out of uh, the White House these days and the uh, the right side of the aisle in Congress. But Winning! <laughs> Winning! You know, I don't, uh, I'm not uh, the kind of guy who uh, eats at Chick-fil-A, you know, because of uh, (laughs) political and religious beliefs, but I'm guessing they are about to go through a shortage on the East Coast because in Washington, D.C. this week, the chickens have come home to roost. Um, Mm. Oh, boy. You know, the the big story is, of course, because of the news cycle is, is this this mass spread of of the COVID nineteen throughout the administration? And it, well, it's you know it seems like <laughs> denying the existence or calling it a hoax or or all the other crap that they've been doing. It, it it's like an engraved invitation to the virus. Like, come on in, and and I think. There, there are so many issues around this, and hopefully we we have time to get them all. But I, I want to pause on that quickly because I want to backtrack earlier in the week to Tuesday night when, as we learned uh, on late on uh, Thursday night, early Friday morning, that bullshit wasn't the only thing that Trump was spewing on Tuesday. And I love that. I love that pan across. The audience and every single member of Trump Landia, uh, Maxless, sitting real close, having a good laugh at us crazy libs because we're thinking maybe the CDC with their mask recommendation might have been onto something. Don't know. Could be. Well, Melania was Christ, wearing a mask. They're all going to get it. All of them. They're all going <laughs> to get it. Just think, all right. They're all gonna get it. Everybody saw this coming. You you say that like it's a bad thing, uh, you know. No, <laughs> I, uh, 
And that's why I hate Trump the most, is because he's made me this guy now. Four years ago, I had empathy. Four years ago, I had compassion. And now I'm really, I'm really ready to get a fuck your feelings tattoo across my chest. See, this is this is one of the things that I, I wanted to talk about. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught Rachel Maddow last night, but I, I mean, I have always, as far back as I can remember, maybe, you know, Post bar mitzvah anyway. Let's let's draw a line. You know, <laughs> thirteen and earlier, I was I was still sort of optimistic, but nah, not really. But I've always been like a cynical, jaded fuck. And I, you know, watching Rachel Maddow last night, she announced that the Biden campaign had suspended all their negative advertising, and yeah. she said, you know, thus far the Trump campaign hasn't, but she she feels that they will and i'm I'm thinking like of all the people in the world you know and and folks like us but rachel maddow who does this daily and reports on this when the fuck did she turn into susan collins i think he learned his lesson it did no they they didn't they're not going to and she did sort of tag that saying you know maybe i'm an optimist but i i think they will they won't they they are horrible evil people and (laughs) i mean no really they are because they they attain positions of power and then they use that power to obfuscate, mislead, flat out lie, all in the interest of gaining more power for themselves. What does it benefit the country? What does it benefit the people? It doesn't. And that that is why I qualify them as evil. But uh, yeah, yeah, there's there's well, not going to be a turnaround, you know, and, and I do believe in having a certain degree of empathy for human beings as fellow humans. But no, these guys have burnt every resource. It's like, no, there is there is nothing more to give. And I think I understand Biden and the campaign doing it because protocol, despite Tuesday, despite the last four years, he is showing that he does still believe in right. You know, the old ways of of bipartisanship, of reaching across the aisle. And I get that. That's on brand. But for the rest of us, no. Like this is this is not the time. We've spent three years wishing for the downfall of these people. And just because it comes in the form of a health crisis that they helped perpetrate, we're supposed to feel bad about feeling bad about them. Dave, uh, you're definitely right. they did perpetrate this. They did put this. I mean, we tried to lay it out. We got over 200,000 people dead because of arrogance. I say it every week, arrogance and ignorance and, you know, just flat out refusing. I mean, I don't know what you got to do to show it to them. I don't know what you got to say to them or, or, you know, we laid it out. The doctors, right? we got the best doctors in town. Okay, we. I mean, there's no one. Our our people are well known. But you'd rather listen to a guy. And this is when you check out doctors. You'd rather listen to Atlas, who's telling you to do herd human, uh, immunity, than Fauci and Dr. Ja, Dr. Gupta. You don't want to listen to those guys. But you're gonna have some guy that you pull out of just out of nowhere, and some crazy black chick out of Texas who's saying, you know, take. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Demon spoon, and, and 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 a witch doctor. 
you know, and let them guys, and, you know, and do all this. Hey, you don't know, don't forget the my pillow guy. And the next thing you know, you know, all of a sudden, but, but you won't listen to. And you got all these guys. Burks is losing their mind. Burks is not going to be well because Trump Trump punked her and Azar. Okay, because here it is. This woman. I mean, this. She got to the point that she questioned her own shit. Like, okay, I told you what happened, but that's not what's coming out of his mouth. And then she doesn't want to say anything because now it comes down to, I don't want to lose my job, but I, I but you said you were for the people. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, rule number one for any position, and you know this, Doc, you know this, do no harm. And she did harm. She did tons oh, of they were. Stuff. I mean, they wanted to take those yeah. scarves and choke her ass with them because she would not. <laughs> when that fucker said about the, about the bleach, when he said just put the bleach in, he, she should have. I mean, it's like, come on. She should have walked. Uh, she yes. should have fucking walked right All there. All of them just should. Right. Gotta go. I mean, when the guy tells her, he, uh, you know, what's the guy from the CDC? And he and said, oh, he misspoke. No, he didn't, motherfucker. He, he sat there and told you. Yeah, yeah. Or, or during during the debate during the debate this Tuesday, you know, when when every time Biden was like, "Look, you're the head of your FBI," you know, the the head of the CDC said this, they were wrong. It's like, dude, come on, and I just, I I do not you know feel what, bad. You know what, Ron Emanuel's brother though on Rachel Maddow's show stated he could die. Yeah, he said, dude. This well, is nothing to play with. You're obese. You know what? Seventy-four years old. What's that? I don't want. I don't want to get conspiratorial, but this whole thing of of Trump and Kellyanne and two Republicans from from the Senate Judiciary Committee, all these people getting the Rona. I don't want to, you know, sound like a conspiracy theorist, but maybe this is all part of Trump's plan to make liberals say Merry Christmas again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a long walk, Dave. Yeah, yeah. That was a long hey, walk. But but I was gonna say, you know, Gupta. I mean, uh, 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 Ron Emanuel's brother Zeke. stated. He said he said that uh, he could die. I mean, he said seriously, oh, yeah. this is nothing to play with. This guy flat out said that this shit's not real. And it's like, oh, okay, now because Hope, what's her name? Uh, Hope, Hope Hicks. Hope Hicks. That's a hell of a name. What's her name? Hope Hicks. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. So, half of the people in this administration sound like they were named after characters on bad CW teen dramas. Yeah, right. And I and she was well, now she is seriously sick. I mean, she has got some really bad symptoms. She's not doing well. They don't know. They're trying to do a timeline, uh, as you know, as you were talking, Dave, of of when everybody got infected. They they still want to blame Trump. Uh, for uh, also for Oklahoma because Oklahoma is doing really bad right now as well as Wisconsin mm-hmm. because South of the, Dakota uh, they've doubled and spread. Yeah. You know, so hi man. Yeah, he was. I, I well, Timon, Timon, we're the the our government is is sitting on a stockpile of sixty three million unused doses of uh, hydroxychloroquine <laughs> that we're not that we're not allowed to use. Get on it, Trump. Get on it. Yeah. This Take them your, all, Donald. Yeah. <laughs> uh, January. January. He knew in January how fierce this was, and he went golfing and rallying, and this is on him. I, again, this is 
I have no sympathy. It's been it's been ground out of me. Right. You know, I'd love to be a human being about this, but really, honestly, fuck your feelings. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone, everyone listening, please keep in mind that Jeff is a shell of his former self. I am. Uh, I'm a mere husk. Husk. Not husky. Just husk. <laughs> Trump is husky. Oh, he's he's beyond husky. He gets his jeans at the Sears Isle Toughskins. That's where that guy gets them. You know, they now they asked those guys. Uh, I don't know if you saw what's her name, Caitlin, from CNN. She said that they're not even. I mean, no one would put a mask on. If Trump saw you with a mask, he would go off. I mean, they were like, "What are you doing?" Well, the man's not wearing a mask. No one should wear a mask. Even the Secret uh, Service guys were not allowed to wear masks. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know, and so hey, everybody's, I mean, you know, just walk around the kitchen. Yeah, here's a question. Now, the Secret Service is dedicated to taking a bullet for him. Are any of them dedicated to giving a bullet to Trump? Is, uh, that, uh, is that on the menu? Is I that think, a possibility? I think that goes, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it's just COVID. It's not the uh, zombie virus. So uh, that that <sighs> isn't a necessity well, at this point. But, I, so, you know, I mean. Because so there's been so much talk, especially in the last couple of weeks, about will he leave? You know, after he again refused to, you know, allow a, a peaceful transition of power. I've I've been wondering about that. That the Secret Service, once the new president is inaugurated. Trump is just going to be some citizen who refuses to leave the White House. So he'll be a trust. He'll be a trespasser at that point. Uh, yeah, you know what do you what do you do? Do you do you hit him with well, the taser? Do you kneel on his neck? Do you? I mean, there are so many police tactics that, much like him getting the COVID, I would not complain if he refused to leave the White House and the Secret Service knelt on his neck, shot him in the back, all these things that he advocates doing to journalists, to others, shoot him in the knee with a rubber bullet. Just all of the violence that he has advocated for other people. It's good for the goose. It's good for the gander. Bring it on. I say I I would love to see him try and stay. And... It's good for the goose. It's good for the gander. It's good for the chickens. All of it. It's yeah. This is this is a very good week for poultry. Three seventy five Fahrenheit for twenty minutes for each pound. That's what's good for all of them. Everybody in all of them. Hey, is there any such thing as suicide by COVID? Oh, you know, I I think we're going to have to wait 14 days to find out maybe less. And that's that's one of the other things is with as hard as he seems to have been hit by the virus. Who knows how long he's had it? You know, when uh, we were talking about last night's Rachel Maddow, when she was talking to, to Dr. Zeke and he suggested that the the rapid acceleration of symptoms in the in the president suggests that he got a really heavy dose the one thing they didn't really talk about is it could also suggest that he got this way before he was diagnosed 
or at least way right. before he admitted he was diagnosed. Yeah. Uh, admitted diagnosed. Yeah. Di- yeah. He went from zero to 60 pretty goddamn quickly. He went from, I'm not feeling too good, to I have a fever, to I can't breathe, to I'm scared mm-hmm. in 24 hours. And That's- wait a minute. They gave him a, a cocktail that was uh, not approved by the FDA. They just immediately rushed him. So, you know, that tells you right there. Well, the how serious no. is it? Yeah, you don't get a cocktail like that if you, you know, right. and you got all this around you. You know, you got all the best doctors, you got the best tests, and here it is. You end up getting it. And you know, you know where the antibody serum was made from? Hope Hicks's blood. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I'm deadly. I'm deadly fucking serious. Where else are you going to find antibodies except for another carrier? If right. she gave it to him, then the antibodies from her are hopefully going to help him. That's what got him, and no one's talking about it. And I know I'm right. And let me go get my tinfoil hat. <laughs> well, I had. To, I, <laughs> but I'm telling you, that's what an, that's what an antibody serum is made from. It's from somebody who already had it. Right. I I had actually seen a story saying that he was being treated with like something involving cells from mice that aren't available to you know the that general was public on, yeah the guy who put that together was on channel five news today the company that was doing it and he really wasn't letting out a lot of information uh on that but that just tells you how serious it is there's nothing i mean they're you know they're saying I mean, it hit him pretty quick and he's in that age but he is obese yeah. the guy they keep saying oh he's in great shape dude you're obese no. God, who's, I can't remember the, the comic who used to do this bit, but he looked like Dan Blocker. And they said, you know, Sam, you got to get in shape. And his response was, fuck you, round is a shape. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's time, and that's the shape I believe our dear president is in, circular. Yeah. <laughs> what, what they haven't been telling you is that what they're treating him with right, n- with right now is fetal tissue. Ah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, I wonder what what Tony Grinnan Barrett, everybody. Yeah, wonder wonder what she would think about that, and and that's another interesting thing. I had mentioned that two of the uh, Senate Republicans who announced their diagnoses this week sit on the Judiciary Committee, and I've been seeing stories saying, well, you know, it's they're they're going to be working from home and doing the Zoom thing. And I, you know, I saw some folks on the left celebrating, saying, oh, yeah, they're all falling ill. They're not going to be able to do the hearings. Guys, I mean, I, I recognize that being older white folks, they, they generally have issues with technology. But so far, zooming in hasn't stopped most of the other business of Congress. So sadly, I don't think that's something we can depend on. However... One thing that I'm not really that familiar with is what happens when folks on the Judiciary Committee are incapacitated by the virus. When that happens, you know, are... I think think everything legally has to be put on hold. If you can't have a quorum, if you can't have all the people to do the function, that function gets tabled. That's my understanding. Hmm. It's like if you can't can't call it, then you can't vote on it. So this maybe gets... This nomination and all of this gets pushed weeks past the election so this, because everybody's sick and incapacitated. So this goes back to what I was saying earlier in terms of why, why are we supposed to be wishing these people well? And I, I, I know, like, you know, it's it's the nice human thing to do. It's the human thing but, to do, yeah. But 
I don't see these people as deserving of basic human kindness because they use their power to deny it to others. So this is, we've, we've talked about this on the show before. I, I realize that Democrats have traditionally taken it upon themselves to be the bigger person. And, you know, when they go low, we go high. Nah, there are, there are plenty of, of, other no, Democrats and liberals that are in positions they can they can afford that luxury. Me, nah, not so much. And if no. it is by being incapacitated that will render these people unable to pack the court with with conservatives who want to undo the progress that's been done over you know, the past century, then no, nah, I just I cannot find that sympathy within myself and here's the thing about re- reversing roe v wade it won't prevent a single abortion from happening it will just mean that only rich white christian women will be able to get them without endangering themselves that's the bottom line even when even when abortion was illegal all over the country rich white christian women were having them right. and living it's people of color and people of no money that are going to get hammered by this. And surprise, that's the fucking rule of every law these days. Like, hey, yeah. if it benefits the rich, woohoo! Well, rest of you, bootstraps. And yeah, be- Jeff, the, the stats bear out. If you look at the abortion laws, yeah. how, they, how they vary from country to country, it's, it's exactly what you're saying. So, <laughs> if uh, if that's the other thing, I think I feel like I've just been reduced to screaming in anger lately. <laughs> no, nah, you know, every Jeff, once in a while, is, ah! <laughs> Jeff. Speaking of speaking of rich people, when it comes to abortions, something that we we never really talk about is the idea of a fertilized embryo being a a, a baby, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we we never go down the IVF path, which by the way, I don't subscribe to, to this, but we don't go down the IVF path, which means that those are, those are fertilized eggs right there. Right. So those are babies. And so they do, they do something called reduction, right? So it's like, okay, you've got six of them fertilized. You're like, well, I don't want all of those implanted in me. So they destroy, they, they, they take the two so that you can have twins and then they destroy the four. Now, What's interesting is that that ad that the notorious uh, ACB oh, don't even <laughs> um, so, signed on to not only said like actually explicitly says that that destroying l- fertilized human life you know that d- the fertilized egg is is murder. So I think that that's kind of interesting because I think that you'll find that most people will not go down that road, even if they want to say that fertilization, that's okay, life. So, Do you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Did, right, I, am so, I, am I, did I just, I, I'm a little over-caffeinated, so I don't know that I made any sense. No, no, you, so you totally frozen, did. Uh, although, real quick. bad, live babies good? Is it that simple? <laughs> no, fertilized, yeah, well. Fertilized frozen babies, bad, we don't care, but inside a womb, we gotta we gotta save that kid. Well no no no. They wanna save the frozen ones too. Uh so called do they? Yeah, it's it's a very public enemy kind of uh so called chosen frozen kind of thing. But I you know, just to backtrack just to backtrack real quick, 
I because I've been thinking about this, and I, I greatly resent the Republicans trying to co-opt the notorious nickname, uh, oh, especially oh, yeah, since yeah. they don't oh, yeah. really, I, I think, have any connection to Biggie Smalls, not like I do, but I think as, you know. You at least know who he is. Yeah. They don't. You know, it's it's Dave, not. I almost put my 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 fist through a wall when I when I saw that. Uh, well, I, you know, I figure because we've we've recommended name changes and things uh, on this show in the past to to preserve existing signage where you can just replace some of the letters and you don't have to do that much. So I would say uh, the the delirious uh, ACB. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, a little more fitting. Yeah. And I think it gets to the point. So if if we do have to go with a nickname for I yeah, although uh, Liz Stewart was on the show last week, I I love her idea of calling her of Barrett. For those who've seen The Handmaid's Tale or read the book, uh-huh. uh, that will make yeah, sense to you. <laughs> but yeah, if you got to go, notorious Pig. <laughs> I think that's uh, that's the guy who's currently at Walter Reed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no hey no quarter that's when they when they go low curb stomp them to death <laughs> that's, that's that's my new phrase i i think it's fitting and on on the uh delirious acb the the idea one of the questions that's been running through my mind this week is why exactly the republicans feel that they need a ninth judge on the bench in time for the election because they stole the last one with just eight on the bench. So I, I get it. This one is going to be more of a, a tight race because inexplicably there were people on the left who were trained to hate Hillary Clinton and they can't muster that level of, of anger about Biden. And I think especially after seeing what Trump has been doing. That's just another thing. One of the, one of the headlines I saw this morning was people wondering, can Trump govern with COVID-19? It's like he couldn't govern before it. So <laughs> like, oh, yeah. what's the big fucking difference? But uh, yeah, I, I think these guys have like, is that, is, that is that article challenging him to be worse? <laughs> I, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's challenging. It's trying to challenge us to be better. I I could be off on that. It's like Katie. I also have been dipping heavily into the caffeine this morning. So (laughs) David, I love that. They're like, we need to put on a good front and he needs to come across as in at least decent health because what message is it saying to our adversaries around the world? I'm like, well, at least we're not working with them. <laughs> and you know they did. I mean, they often they they also said that the uh, this is very dangerous. I mean, they talked to uh, um, what it is the, the former uh, CIA uh, head guy, and they basically right. stated that you know uh, that we're we're really in a you know it's very dangerous for us right now because the main person that should be running things is that they don't know who's running anything. I mean, Stephen Miller would have to. Uh, Pence would have to take over, you know. Oh, well, you don't want his evil ass. I mean, as far as he's concerned, I mean, yeah, he's concerned. He'd just kill all the immigrants and everybody else. I mean, you know. But his girl was well, quite this guy. His girlfriend had COVID too. Remember, Mike Pence Who has a girlfriend. Who? No, mother, Stephen Miller, mother, 
Steve, oh. No, Stephen Miller's. Uh, um, oh, his wife. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Girlfriend wife. had wife. Yeah, wife had uh, COVID. Oh my. Oh. <laughs> Did you guys remember when she got COVID? No. Oh wait, huh? was she pregnant? Was she pregnant at the time? No, no, no. <laughs> Stephen Miller's. Uh, uh, yeah, his wife, wife who she worked uh, in the first lady's office, I think. Yeah. Yeah. She had, she had COVID. And, uh, and as well as uh, well, she got it. Uh, it. It was first his guards that that that, that got it. All the uh, guys that around they got it first. And yeah, then, the detail then, got it first. Yeah, yeah. Then she got it. Devils in know. the detail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they, I mean, they said that right now we're very vulnerable as a country. And I think I don't know you guys. I think Trump's a double agent. I really do. I think the guy's just selling out our country. He's eating us up from the inside because. He has no cabinet. He has nothing but yes men all around him. And, you know, I mean, I think it was Mattis. One of them told him that by having nothing but yes men, you're going to get impeached. And that's exactly what happened to him. But, but he's, I mean, time and I think you're you're underselling them today. They're yes men. But tomorrow they are low level coffee boys. No, <laughs> <laughs> hardly knew him. Who's it's, that guy? Yeah. It's your son, Mr. President. Hardly knew it. Oh, that's right. Now, now, isn't the, uh, which one's supposed to go, uh, he, he testifies on Monday. Eric. Oh, the Eric. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you, I do believe. You're going to have to be more specific, Jeff. <laughs> oh, is he testifying Monday? Well, yeah, he's, he's subpoenaed. He's, he's supposed to. Uh, for Monday, for mm-hmm. the 5th. Yeah. Oh, wow. So. Wow, wow, wow. I'm telling you. Maybe maybe that's why they chose the date is is they asked him uh, when he would be available to uh, testify under subpoena and he looked at the calendar and said I'll take the fifth I could be I could be wrong on that it's just a guess but I want to go back to something Timon was just talking about with the president being a fully owned and operated subsidiary of of the Kremlin or whoever. As I, I said to you guys when you know I was writing and sending you the news briefing for the week, I I figured it was going to be a, a big week because of of the debate and the tax story. Uh, I think may actually uh, I don't know, <laughs> but before this whole COVID thing, and I'm not saying that the the mass diagnoses coming out of Washington D.C. are supposed to be a method of distraction. But before all of this, we were talking about the debate when I've, I've had a long history of like being around people who take a variety of drugs and I've sampled a few myself. I, I have no clue what Trump was on on Tuesday because he was simultaneously low energy and extremely ADHD. But in in his incessant ramblings, he refused to denounce white supremacy. He even encouraged what? the Proud Boys to stand by, whatever the fuck that I means. Ain't so. I know, kill surprise, President. <laughs> uh, but before before his disastrous performance at the debate, we were all talking about the story that came out in the New York Times about his taxes and the fact that he, you know, I was talking I was talking to a couple people earlier this week, and they were 
focusing on the fact that the law as written provides plenty of ridiculous loopholes for the ultra rich, especially those who are involved in real estate. And yeah, it sucks that that's what the law allows, but we need to put that aside for a second because that's what the law allows. You want to look at the stuff where Trump is claiming a write-off on over $700,000 that he paid to a consultant while his daughter, who is an employee in his company, <laughs> filed that as a consultant, she had accepted over 700 that like the exact same amount. It's There are all these little things claiming, how much was it that he claimed for his hair? Like 70,000? 70 grand. Yeah. So $10,000 a hair. It's <laughs> That's pricey people. But it's it that's the thing. It's not it's not the the way that he gamed the system and used the laws as they exist. Like it's bullshit and it's proof that the tax code needs to be rewritten. But there is still plenty of crime there to focus on or potential crime. Still under audit, well, so we don't know yet. Check of seventy-two million. What he said. <laughs> yeah, that you know, and that's that's I mean, the thing is. Well, yeah. He's. So it's like when Bezos, when Bezos got what was it, one hundred and eighty-four million dollars back for paying zero federal taxes. Yeah. Come on, I mean, all right, that's that's the system, and that's the way the system's been but set I, up. I'm always blown away how his base. You know, always carrying the pail for him. I said, you're fighting for something that doesn't that doesn't include you. Why are you? You know, they they don't have your your interests at hand. Why are you trying to say how great they are and you're not going to get anything? I mean, oh, just oh, look uh, at what's going on. Well, he would have nothing to do. And he even said he would never touch those people. He would go nowhere near them. I, wasn't I, it wasn't it Steinbeck who said, and I'm paraphrasing. Uh, the problem with Americans is they don't realize they're poor. They all think that they're temporarily inconvenienced millionaires. <laughs> so, like, no, I'll be rich one day, and then those laws will help me. Like, no, you won't, man. You you empty porn potties for a living. You're never going to break that one percent barrier. Yeah, and uh, also in in the words of Chuck D, base. How low can you go? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, David, all the stuff that you, you're describing that was like in that jaw-dropping New York Times report, a lot of it not criminal, maybe not even any of it technically, just, just from just from reading it on its own. But look at what Cy Vance is working on, all of the documents that he's that he's getting his hands on, because it's all about comparing different documents like this versus this. That's that's what it's that's yeah. what it's all gonna come down to. So you're and saying I mean I'm I'm certain I'm certain there's a ton of criminality there. Oh, and that the, over, that the, the over, Manhattan DA is working on it. So yeah. you're saying this is a job this is a job for Katie Porter and her magic whiteboard? Oh <laughs> God do I love that lady. Honestly <laughs> like yeah. not since I was a kid uh watching Tennessee Tuxedo when they would go to see Mr. Whoopi have I been so excited about an adult pulling out like a large writing tablet kind of thing. You know, it's like Katie Porter's magic whiteboard is my adult version of Mr. Whoopi's 3D BB. It is, uh, it's just like that comes out, you know, the show's about to start. It, it's, it's like Gallagher and watermelons. It's, it's just, this is, this is what we came for. 
Yeah. And when she, when she shows up, you definitely go, help, Mr. Wizard! Twiddle, twaddle, twaddle, Time for twiddle to come home. Time, and you know what that reminds me of? It's it's not about... Um, it, it's not about Katie Porter. It's about Kamala Harris. That they were. That someone tweeted out once, like that when you're in a hearing and you're you're being um, questioned by Kamala Harris. If she says, "Oh, that's interesting that you say that," I have a follow up question about that. You have three seconds to run. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> It's very I Peter to, Falk. I, I love to have that with, with, with it, uh, some Chianti and shit. What do you say? Fava beans. I, I ate his liver with, with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> speaking of... Speaking, speaking of, because this has also been on my mind, I donated blood the other day, and I went with, uh, went with a friend of mine who was concerned that her, her iron might be too low. And yeah, we were discussing well, what foods are, are high in iron. And I said, well, liver. And she's like, I'm not going to eat liver. Ironically, she has been working as a census taker, and so <laughs> just saying, you know, maybe some fava beans and a nice Chianti to to go with your census taker's liver. But we've we've been talking a lot over the last month because you know get uh, updates on on her work with the census, and it's. God, for the last probably six weeks at least, I have I have put census stories in the news briefing, and the the world is such a shit show that we never actually get around to the census story. But since it was brought up well, as as tertiary as it it may have been, uh, I do want to urge our listeners: if you haven't filled out your census yet, or if you know anyone who hasn't, uh, please do. The the government is currently fighting in the courts about whether or not we are going to extend the census, which is still the, the extension they're talking about is still a a shorter time than was originally allowed. But because things have gotten so fucked up with, with the COVID, we need more time. And a federal judge in the appeals court this week said, yeah, you know, fuck the the cutoff we we need to extend this and wilbur ross the secretary of commerce said yeah fuck judges we're we're doing this the trump way all right um do you know when you want to talk about how far back this goes when you mentioned wilbur ross remember that he was an executive at uh the bank of cyprus which is where all the crazy russian mob money went when it got blown out of deutsche bank it went to the Bank of Cyprus, and Wilbur Ross is knee-deep in that shit, which is why he got the gig as Secretary of the Treasury, so he could do, or whatever he's, Secretary of whatever the hell he is, Munitions Treasury, Commerce. what is Ross Secretary of Commerce? Um, Commerce. Commerce. Yeah. Oh, hello, an even bigger fox guarding the fucking hen house. Yeah, Wilbur Ross is an evil little shit. Yeah, and it hey, doesn't uh, help they, that he looks like one of Jeff Dunham's uh, puppets. I was going to say, you know, once uh, Homegirl on CNN called it a shit show, shit show just became, it went, she said, we're on cable? Yeah, it's a shit show. Yeah, bam. And she just said, we're on cable, we can say it's shit show. Because Jake Tapper spoke, and then they asked her what she had, Dana Bash. And yeah. then when she said that, everybody just ran with it. I mean, it was all over 
Twitter, everybody just started saying shit show. When I heard you say that, I said, oh. I mean, and she didn't hold back. She said, that was a shit show. And everybody, I mean, even Chris Wallace said that it was Trump who fucked up the damn deal because he wouldn't shut his fucking yeah. mouth. I was yelling at the television. I said, dude, because he knows that Biden, the one problem with Biden is that he stutters. If you've known anybody in school, I don't know if you guys went to school with people who stuttered. I had a guy I went to school with, yeah. his name was Willie. He slapped the slapped his leg to get his words out. Every pair of pants he had had a handprint on it. And I'm telling you, all of them, his grandmother would slap him in the back of the head. Get it out, boy. God damn it. Stop it. Come on, huh? And so Trump was playing on it, and that's why he was doing that to Biden. Because then Biden and his brain is like, oh, fuck, I got to start over again. Because it took him so long to get what he's saying. He's spitting all over the place and trying to, you know, yeah. and Trump knew that. And it's like, you scream at you, dude, shut up. And, and Chris Wallace, could, I mean, he did it on purpose. He does not have anything to say. So then I interviewed the Trump people. Well, the president was right. Dude, he doesn't have a plan. He doesn't have a plan. His plan was just to fuck it up. Yeah, <laughs> that's his main objective. Conflict. It's a reality TV show. We're, we're in a reality TV show. There's nothing but conflict everywhere, and yeah. this is the way Trump loves it. When I think Timon, it was- when we time and when we elected a reality TV president, did you ever think that um, that this is the way all the Republicans would get voted off the island? I don't know. I know I did not. I just <laughs> hey. I mean, this is honey boo boo all the way. I mean, goddamn, <laughs> this is definitely honey boo boo. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's it. We're, we we played. We got played, man. We, I mean, they got played. But I mean, those of us who are woke, we saw this shit. And it's like, dude, we got a reality. What we call presidential everything and flush it all down the toilet, and we are now in a reality TV show. He doesn't make sense. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. You're going to see when is it coming. Well, it's coming really fun. It's going to be coming fast. Even Kelly McEnany, that bitch will not be able to go anywhere for a while. When they finally get rid of her, she'll be like the other one. What's a, a Huckabee, Huckabear, Huckaboo, uh, Huckahooka, Huckahooka. Huck, Huckleberry you know, Sandbag. Sarah Huckle, Huckleberry Pius. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where her father liked to have... Uh, a fried squirrel and biscuits for breakfast with a Coke. That's that's the type of family. That's, that's what we had in the White House. I mean, dude, it's it's, it's over. They got to go. I Man, can't I, even... I mean, makes, it makes you long for the days of Billy Carter taking a piss on the side of the White House, doesn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> that was classy compared to this group. Classy. And, 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 you know, did you know that, especially now that he's opened the door to all these militias and shit, and it really, I, I'm saying, bring, let them out, so I can sit. Because you know, you know, back in the day of birth, birth of the nation, and everything, when they were trying to show you who black people really were, yeah, birth of the nation, greatest movie ever done, you know. There, and Woodrow Wilson, racist fuck, also was out there showing it and everything. And so now that there are no more hoods, they don't need hoods anymore. Everybody's coming out and basically, and I appreciate that. Let me know who you are. What the fuck is a proud boy? Proud of what? Proud that you're an idiot. I am glad that you're showing me. And guess what? They're being led by Latinos. That dude who's the leader of the Proud Boy is a Cuban. In California. And Cubans, that Cuban thinks he's white. 
Most Cubans think they're white. They came from Castro, got on the boat, came to America. Oh, we're white people. And, you know, but I'm Cuban. Oh, I don't think like that. I'm Republican. Uh, I mean, now you formed something called the Proud Boys? Well, it was, no, it was actually formed. Ways. It was actually formed by uh, Gavin McInnes, who is one of the founders of Vice Media. Saw that guy who yeah. got you know is thrown he, out. Is of, he Canadian though? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's not even an American. Yeah, Hi. I don't. Gavin McInnes. And uh, can you explain to me, Gavin, how shoving a butt plug up your ass live on your YouTube show is owning the libs? Because I'd really like to see the fucking math on that one. I. I, I must have missed that episode. Why is it that you, if you're such a Johnny badass, why do you need an AR-15? Why are white boys walking around with... Because ain't no brothers. Can you imagine a brother walking around with AR-15? They you? would shoot him on sight, right? You got white dudes with, with fucking masks on, dark shades, you know, camouflage, everything, with an AR-15 in broad daylight. And no one is saying anything. Time in the Time in Have you ahead. seen any footage of the NFAC? Who the fuck is the NFAC? <laughs> There's no fucking around African coalition. And they oh, are, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what the name is. Black version of the Proud Boys, except they're not a bunch of fucking idiots. They're, they are in lockstep. They are in formation. And they are fucking tight. Yeah, and they, they, they showed up in Atlanta and across the barricade where the police separated the protesters were like two dozen proud boys milling about pissing themselves because these brothers were on I'm, point, uh, heavily armed and well organized. You know, what can I we, was going to say is, Jeff, is that if we would have done, I mean, they keep saying, well, you know, the, the Black Lives Matter, the terror, dude, we haven't killed what we should kill, okay? <laughs> Be very happy that black folks haven't started. Because if they, I mean, we could have had some modern day Nat, Nat Turner around a long time ago, and yeah. they have not. You, you know, know, if you notice, they know. I mean, you have a lot of people who want to see, you know, Americans do well. They're not trying to play this whole race game. They want to just, you know, but it's it's the shit that they see. Yeah. You know, and that's why people keep saying you, you're creating this fear, and that's what that's what's coming up. When I think the- you're right. The two of you bring up an interesting point, and one of the things that we, I, I thought we were going to be talking about last week and even this week on the show, but you know, bigger stories prevailed. But uh, the the folks on the right, groups like the Proud Boys and Patriots Prayer or whatever the fuck they're, you know, these racist white fucks, uh, modern day Klansmen, whatever you want to call them, they've been they've been doing their like car parades. And stuff, you know, yeah. The the boat parade after Texas didn't work out so well, but they've been doing these car parades. And I, Jeff, I think it's it's interesting you mention how you know the Proud Boys are all over the place. Whereas, what was it the, the NFAC? And, thank you. Uh, that they're they're in lockstep. They got things down. And I was thinking about these car parades and these these white folks who who have too many guns and too much firepower. They have like no tactical knowledge. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm not no. I mean I'm not a tactical genius, right? But I've 
seen war movies. I've, you know, love crime movies and stuff. And you see these, these car parades that they're doing. And I was, I was talking to a friend of mine and she was like, well, what's supposed to be so intimidating about that? I said, well, because now that, you know, the Nazis are using cars to kill liberals at protests and stuff, it's supposed to be intimidating. And she's like, okay, I get that. But they're going down city streets in a straight line. And I just, I want to get this out there. I am not advocating any violence. <laughs> I, I do not support anything like this. But just knowing basic military tactics through watching war movies and crime movies and stuff, if you got a line of cars and you want to take these people out, you shoot the tires out on the first car and the last car. And then everybody in between is stuck there. They're, they're sitting ducks or they got to get out of their cars to move and get away. So again, the, uh, not advocating. Dave, the, term, the term you're looking for, the term you're looking for is kill box. <laughs> well, I'm no, not, I'm not fucking uh, no, that, I know. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm Stop not looking for it. Everything's on the side. You're done. I, I just, I feel that if these readers of guns and ammo and you know, these, these wannabe militia members actually knew anything about strategy when, when the Patriots prayer guy got shot in, uh, in, in Portland, that should have been a fucking wake up call to these guys that, and not to like, run out and you know send your your teenagers to kenosha but that you need to you need to rethink your actions because your your guns aren't as intimidating now that the other side has guns too and hey, so you know, dave it might be like uh i don't know if you saw in long beach when the black lives matter people were coming and some white cats were trying to you know spray paint some shit and there was a couple of dudes who were crips that would, and they these brothers were small, right? Dudes, hey, punk ass motherfucker, you bet not where you from, dude. They're like, huh, 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 and they just started running because it's like, yeah, these are real gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> these people really kill people. If black people are scared of them, your ass, damn, so need to be scared of them. If brothers don't feel safe on their ass. If a black man is running from other black people, you damn sure should run. You would think they would take care of us. If I ain't going over there, you damn sure shouldn't go. You are a sitting duck. No, they're the and kind so of people. When that guy walk around with guns, you're an idiot because brothers going to be like, oh, hey, MAC 10s, 9 millimeters. <laughs> hey, they're like, hey, it's going to be open season. You start shooting. You know, that's, that's what should have happened. So they don't have, they didn't have any gang members because they said, oh, they were attacking the, the, the little you know, white kid. They said, oh, yeah, they're attacking him. If they were attacking him, yeah. if they were real brothers, they'd have popped his ass a long time ago. They'd have been dead. Okay, what they yeah. keep saying, no, that, that, that's, no. He, he, a matter of fact, they would have shot him. Yeah, he, he'd been gone a long time ago. And everybody else that had an AR-15, he was shooting people that were holding signs. Yeah. That's all it was. Uh, also, it was interesting to see the story come out of the White House that uh, officials were told to speak positively about Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. I think you, you need a fucking big fucking sign above the White House. Hey, a bunch of fucking white nationalist cunts live here. That was it. <laughs> hey, I speak nicely about Kyle Rittenhouse. 
I think what's also coming. I, I think what's really coming out also is that 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 white people are starting to say, you know what? I've had enough of this shit. <laughs> I know. I know this shit exists, and we need to stop. Yeah. Okay, you can't keep doing this. You can't keep saying that there is no racism. I see it. I know I'm being treated differently. You know, you may find that one black guy that you say, oh, he says he's everything is wonderful. He's fine. It's here. Okay, and they're, and they're, and they're starting to speak up. And it's been the younger people who say, look, dude, you can't do that. That's, that's bullshit. You know, and they say, oh, well, you know, this white fragility and, you know, I'm not going to read that. That doesn't exist. Oh, the hell it don't. It does. <laughs> it does. Why, why, yeah, why do you that? think we've got the term Karen? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever thought, I mean, if you want to get thrown back into the 1950s, what else would somebody, uh, uh, you know, you see a guy, a brother getting out of Mercedes. Is he a drug dealer? Why is he? <laughs> How did you get into this neighborhood? You know, <laughs> I bought I, cash. <laughs> yeah, I got I mean, mm-hmm. they, 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 I mean, they've already. I don't know. I, I said this last, uh, Jeff. I don't know if you saw this, but I said it last week that racism against African Americans cost from 2000 to 2020. Cost America sixteen point five trillion dollars GDP. What? Yes. Yeah. Just Wait. What do you mean? Citibank. Citibank did a study and said that the racism and discrimination of keeping black folks from either buying property, going to college, jobs, all these different things, just to keep that going. Our GDP is nineteen point five trillion. But to do it to black folks for 20 years cost the United States $16.5 trillion. And if they said wow. if you would just, if you would just, uh, if they would do everything they can to, to help black, the, the, the black community, it would bring in $5 trillion over five years. And this was done by Citigroup. And it's on NPR. You can find it if you just punch in 16.5. What 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 racism cost the United States? Sixty. If you put that in, it'll come up on NPR. They yeah. did the story. It was done by Citigroup. It was a great. It's a great story. That reminds that's me, amazing. Economically, that reminds me of all the pushback that is you find against stimulus and you find against unemployment insurance. For every one dollar the federal government spends on unemployment or assistance. It generates almost two and a half dollars in economic engine production because poor people go out and spend money. They don't offshore it in the Caymans, man. They go out and they buy things, and that gives somebody else a job manufacturing and somebody else a job selling. Well, we're a consumer-driven society. Yes. I mean, we're, they, they turned us into consumers, you know. And yeah, we were at one time, and so we're a consumer-driven society. So that's why we should. Yeah, spending, and that's what they do. I mean, what are they doing? They, they, I mean, you, you're pushing commercials and infomercials, everything on us. They're following you on the internet wherever you go. So you might as well give them the, like they're fighting over the stimulus bill. You know, you might as well go ahead and give people their money and get it over. That's what got Obama in trouble. Obama's Obama's stimulus package was not the 1.8 trillion that Christine. 
I think Farrar or somebody, Chris, somebody that uh, there was one of the uh, economists that said to him back in 2009 or 10 that you should go big. Yeah. Because at that time he had the House and he had the the, the Senate, and he went smaller, and that's and that what that's what brought on. Uh, that's how we got Mitch McConnell, and McConnell yeah. said, "I'm going to make you a one-term president." Hey, I think David is gone. No, 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 I'm <laughs> no, still here. Right here. <laughs> oh, oh, hi. I'm just I'm just being quiet. I'm I'm listening how, to you guys. How, <laughs> I know if I if I don't interrupt every five seconds, it, it seems like I'm not here. But no, I'm I'm trying something new. You know, could we could we have a rule in the next stimulus package that you can't shit can fifteen thousand employees while simultaneously paying out every executive bonus you had on the books last year? Could we, we make that a rule? We could. That just happened. That just happened at Boeing. And it just happened at Verizon. And it just happened at all these major companies where every CEO got another $16 million blowing up his ass. And then he turns around and he fires 10,000 people. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but on unemployment, they can get $300 a week. So, you know, it's samesies. Now, now, now if you question that, Jeff, you're considered a socialist. You're into socialism if you question what you say. Mr. Ship, I am a flaming Marxist communist by their standards. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the total red wardrobe now. I was on the golf course a year. I was on the golf course last week, and I was playing with these two other white cats. And so this Mexican dude, who's also with us, he showed me how Trump had not paid his tax. He showed me on a tax, and I said, "Oh, they're going to get him!" And the two white dudes stated for you know. They said, oh, well, if they let in uh, Biden and Kamala Harris, those goddamn communists. Yeah. And so I said, what you say? And I, I was just about to swing the club, right? And I shanked the fucking Wait. ball because I was so blown away by what he said. They said and that in the middle of your back swing? Yes. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> Newton. And I said, did you say what I think you said? I said, yeah. And, then, and so the Mexican cat, my buddy uh, Adrian said, Ty, they're trust babies. Uh, they're all they, they they're all trust babies. They never had to work. The guy who said it, his dad owned a couple of In and Out burgers and stuff. The guy hasn't worked a day in his life. He don't work now. Thirty nine. I think he's forty years old. Don't work. Just sits at home, collects a check. And he's talking about communism and Marxism. I was like, dude, you are real, really. See, this is I th- I think this is endemic of of the larger problem that we're facing is we've wondered on this show before how people on the right don't understand like if if you have to cheat in order to win and whether you're talking about gerrymandering or or vote suppression whatever there there used to be sort of a mentality that if you have to cheat to win then you're you shouldn't win you you know you're you're not right. deserving it's it's if, if anything up. it's a win with an asterisk now it it seems like the the folks on the right believe and whether it's politically or economically if you're not cheating you're not playing the game right yeah see they've i think again white america's co-opted black america throughout first and that was by any means necessary and i think they've they've taken that and they've <laughs> Way away from where. Well, did you look at North Carolina's voting? You have to have a witness when you sign your ballot. What the fuck is that? You gotta have your signature's not enough. 
then you got to have somebody come along and yeah. sign yeah. in order. And then what did Texas just do? He took away all the, the, the extra where you drop, get you the, know, the drop, drop boxes, boxes for the he ballots. Yeah. Last minute. One per One county. And One. you know what? Yeah. I, I think as long as the Republicans are so vested in the gerrymandering, Rather than one box, and I realize this would actually give an advantage to everybody uh, rather than, you know, disenfranchising people. It would still disenfranchise them, just not at this level. But one per district, it would serve to show how gerrymandering is so ridiculous in terms of the way they split up territory. Okay, I like that. So. Mm -hmm. You know, rather and than you put, you put put a little GPS transponder on every box, so you can open up an app on your phone and go, "Oh, look! Look at the red district with all their fucking boxes. Hey, look at the blue district without any." Hey, wait a minute! And you know I'm those saying. those drop boxes that he removed were in the black communities. Yeah, no. they were heavily favored. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> that is just like What's so out of character for Greg Abbott. I just. <laughs> Well, well, wait a minute. You know, I mean, back in the day, we had we had to be able to guess how many jelly beans there were in a jar. That's true. Can you imagine? Now, okay, boy, I want you to guess how many uh, how many jelly beans you got in that jar there. Uh, uh, well, I don't know, there, uh, uh, Mr. Coates. I don't know how many we got in there. I, you know, Look I want to. I want to go back to what you were saying earlier, Timon, about how it is amazing that that black folks have not just beat the fuck out of white people for for pulling shit like this that was also you know and it's not just a racial thing one of the things that i was thinking watching the debate on tuesday and i was i was talking uh to to a couple of my neighbors uh later in the week and one of them who's he's younger you know he's in the millennial set was talking about how a lot of his peers felt that biden should have have stepped up to the challenge that Trump was presenting. And I, I disagreed saying, you know, it's what, what challenge uh, in terms of being an interrupting ignoramus and, and oh, okay. like trying to play Trump's game. And I told him like, that's, that wouldn't work. That's, that's not Biden's game. He doesn't have the skill set, and he shouldn't like no grown adult should. But if, <laughs> if he chose to lower himself to Trump's level, and tried to play that game, he would have lost. The, oh, yeah. However, going back to what I was just saying about the violence, I I would be lying if if I acknowledged that there was not any point beyond the first three minutes of the debate where I wasn't just staring at the TV going, Joe, just fucking go over and sock him in the nose. <laughs> and right. and not punch him Although, in the face, sock him in the nose. Because a guy who regularly uses the word malarkey does not punch people in the face. He socks him in the jaw, socks him in the nose, gives him a knuckle sandwich. But uh, just admiring the restraint that he exhibited by not doing any of those things. Why are you talking about the debate though? That was six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Right? We have to use the COVID time calculator. My God, that was eon ago. <laughs> it, you know, it, it it is amazing. I, I Katie, that was nine scandals ago. <laughs> Wait, what is that in uh, regular time? Two days? Nine scandals? I 
yeah, we. Can uh, I tell you that the news has been so crazy this week? I've totally forgotten about Kimberly Guilfoyle's thighs. <laughs> I've never seen her thighs. Wow. Well, that's because you weren't her assistant uh, at Fox News. Uh, had, you, had you been her assistant. Got, yeah, and she got some money. Yeah. yeah time and the reason why Kimberly Guilfoyle got shit canned from Fox News is because she she made her assistant massage her thighs, among other oh, things. Was he male or female? Female. Female. Wow. Yeah, so but going, oh, okay. oh, she would also uh, show the assistant dick pics of the guys that she was stooping. Uh, you know, real class act. I, I do have to <laughs> say, though, because she used to be married to Gavin Newsom, who is now our, our governor here in California. Well, oh, that's and, right. He was married to a crazy ass. Yeah. must have literally well, and, her brains out. Well, I, it depends how much she brought or, or to soul, the marriage. She know. might not have had that many to begin with, but uh, whatever was there is definitely out. Although during the Republican National Convention, when she was given her uh, her Rita Repulsa speech, oh, I, I seriously, and again, not a conspiracy theorist, but the thought did cross my mind. Like, what if she is still tight with Newsom and this, like, the the last 15 years, she's been, like, deep undercover to to oh, finally so bring the Republicans to a point where they are, are so over-the-top ridiculous that it is, it is only serving to discredit them. But uh, you, you, know, you know, with the deep, you're going to go with the Eddie Murphy deep, 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 deep. <laughs> you won't even know I'm here. <laughs> yeah, oh my, that's a that's a great of of tinfoil hat theories late, my friend Doc. That's a fucking winner. I, you know, I'm not I'm not saying I believe it, but the thought did cross my mind. <laughs> you know, it's you know these days with with all the lying and everything that comes out of the White House. I, you know, it's like Willy Wonka. Anything is possible. It's just got to be horrible. That's what I think is interesting about the uh, the doctor's briefing we saw today. None of those were Walter Reed doctors. Those were all White House staff guys in Walter Reed coats. Interesting. So, uh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't think they were them. That's what the... That's that's the tinfoil hat theory that's bouncing well, around on my little screen is but, today. You know, is that those aren't real Walter guys, and we're not getting straight dope on exactly how fucking sick he is. That would be. I, I'm not going to say you know that there's there's no precedent for something like that because <laughs> no, I mean look the the first of all there was a study released by Cornell University this week that said the what was it the majority like 38 percent of disinformation and misinformation on COVID-19 and the coronavirus have come from Donald Trump. So you got that. But then also look at look at the the wall that Mexico is paying for that first of all Mexico isn't paying for it. Second of all there is no wall. There's been some upkeep to fences and stuff, but he goes out to his his Nazi rallies. Yeah, maybe they've built yeah, three new miles is my understanding. Everything else you write has been like we're painting. Yeah, and <laughs> and the whole idea 
This is this is where you look at Trump's history as a con man. The whole idea is you can say anything you want about how much wall is being built because it's not like these fools are going to go down there and check it out for themselves and they're painting shit and trying to refurb it so it looks new. So you could, you know, it's it's like Oh God, what was the movie? The Grifters where they were, you know, they were showing, they had like the whole boiler room operation, but when you're bringing the investors in, you just point to the door with all the noise happening behind it. You don't take them in there because, Oh, they're, they're very busy working in there. They, they can't be distracted is what you tell them when in fact, it's just a tape recorder playing a noise of, of a boiler room. So you paint a bunch of fence and it looks like a wall that's that's right. new you know i'm not going as far as blazing saddles it's it's not rock ridge but it's you know your your theory about these doctors in the walter reed coats who's who's gonna know like at, does does anyone currently have a roster of all the doctors on staff at walter reed that isn't currently working at walter reed and probably hipaa regulations would would say that they can't release that maybe they can i don't know but they're keeping the the investigative journalists busy with so many other scandals whether it's the racism or the taxes or right. or, or the the voter disenfranchisement that you keep spewing the lies like these are doctors from walter reed who has time to investigate right. it's flooding the zone with bullshit do you yeah. you're you're familiar with the term dish gallop I assume. I'm sorry, with Gish, G-I-S-H, Gallup, Gish Gallup. I am not. This, no, what? This is the Gish Gallup presidency. Gish Gallup is a form of arguing. So if you were to say to me, I believe in sensible gun regulation, the Gish Gallup response from me is, why are you against Americans' free choice? How do you, why do you hate the Constitution? How dare you go against the Second Amendment? And my God, are you a communist? So instead of actually dealing with the gun control question, I've now moved everything over here to the left where I've got four questions waiting on your burner, and you're probably going to deal with those. It's the same scene um, with Naylor in Thank You for Smoking when he's explaining to his son how he wins an argument. That's what Gish Gallup is. And their argument is vanilla is the best ice cream. And Nick Naylor says, no, chocolate is. He said, well, chocolate's simply the best. And Nick Naylor turns around and says, why are you against choice? America is about freedom, and that's what this is about. And his son's like, well, no, it's chocolate versus vanilla. And Nick Naylor says, no, if I could get you to go, it's a matter of choice, I win the argument because I'm now controlling it. Oh, and so calling it pro-lapse gallop. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a fire hose of bullshit for the last four years. We're just fucking drenched in it. And we're just... Every day trying to clean off, and then here comes the, the 515 dose is coming. Splash! And we're covered in another bunch of crap. Mm. And All David, right. weren't the grifters the one that sang, Under the covers? <laughs> that, that was the, the drifters. <laughs> no, uh, the C, I'm sorry. The grifters uh, with John Cusack and Annette Benning. Uh, if you haven't seen oh, yeah. it, uh, just, I remember that. Yeah. Great movie. Um, uh, Angelica Houston was fucking scary in that movie. Almost as scary as in the witches, uh, which was another just great Angelica Houston movie. I guess they're doing a remake and, um, of witches or of grifters of the witches. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I, I kind of, I look 
forward to seeing just because, uh, you know, I know he was a, a, an unrepentant anti-Semite, but hell, Roald Dahl wrote some great books and, and some really wicked stories uh, for grownups too, not just his kids' books. Yeah, so, that's true. you know, it's sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm going to just check that out and hopefully enjoy the fuck out of it. <laughs> well, speaking of enjoying the fuck out of things, I have I have enjoyed the fuck out of spending the last hour plus with you guys. Uh, I I think that's that's a, a good place to call it for the day. It's uh, okay. You know, we don't need to gish gallop. Uh, which before before today, I would have thought that meant listening to the Smashing Pumpkins while riding a horse. Uh, just gonna you know. Get uh, get the MP3 player, uh, load up some Billy Corgan and the kids, and uh, take the horse out for a little gish gallop. Oh, the infinite sadness of that show. <laughs> References. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, we have dropped enough for uh, for you kids to be able to do your homework out there. And uh, it is it is a lovely weekend. It's it's a heat wave, so I mean it's like not like I'm going to go you know gallivanting outside. It's probably going to be a lovely day. You're of, not going to go gish gish galloping. I not not on the plans. But uh, why do you hate freedom, Katie? Why do you hate freedom? <laughs> I'm going to be free to argue non sequitorial bullshit <laughs> free to ride without being hassled by the man yeah so uh let let us all enjoy our weekends i want to thank you guys for joining it has been such a lovely day uh we talked about a lot and did we accomplish anything with it well i think i i speaking for myself i feel a little bit better so our, our weekly session of catharsis uh, I've gotten some new ideas, learned learned some new words. So hey, it's uh, it's been a fun fun day for me, and I hope fun for you guys as well. Jeffrey Scott Hendrick, always a pleasure. Uh, should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on in person or online in the coming days, weeks, and months? I am in the middle of doing stuff that will be available on the line soon. Um, there's a there's a short there's a there's a short film called oh. Therapy that's out there in the festival circuit where I, I get my throat slit. Uh, yeah, occupational hazard. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. And if anybody still watches commercial television, occasionally you'll see my face up there pimping for something. <laughs> right. On. Well, thanks thank- for having me on. Tom. Absolutely. Uh, any uh, social media where people can follow your wisdom thoughts? Jeffrey Scott Hendrick at uh, on the Facebook is right on. where you can find me, and I'm trying to be a Twitter Instagram guy, but I'm you know old and uh, it's it's scary. <laughs> I I fully understand that. Well, thank you for for being with us this week. Looking forward to the next time already. Katie Massa Kennedy, ah, always a pleasure. So great to have you with us. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Hmm. Well, um, pick up a copy of my children's book. It's called Little Libby and the Right to Vote, which is uh, it's available on Amazon. It's very cool right now because you can teach your kids about voting, and that's exactly what we're doing right now. Also, I have a pretty meaty role in a short film called The Big Red Bastard. And that's uh, and it's been going around the festival circuit and actually getting like 
grabbing a lot of awards. So nice. I'm, very proud, I'm very proud to be part of that. So, and that's going to be coming out, uh, I think, in a couple months. So it's again, it's, that's called the Big Red Bastard. And you can find me on Twitter at Katie Massa. Although I'm not, I basically just troll Republican politicians. I don't really have any. Um, <laughs> re- <laughs> I don't really have any any original thoughts. I just troll Republicans. Don't don't <laughs> sell yourself short. You're doing the Lord's work. It's <laughs> it's important work, and and we're glad to have you out there fighting the good fight. Thank you so much for being with us. Looking forward to the next time, Mister Time and Ship. Always a pleasure. Should you yowza, so desire, yowza, yowza. <laughs> where can people catch up with you online or in person? See what you got going on in the coming days, weeks, and months. Uh, you can see me at Time and Ship at Facebook, Time and Ship at Instagram, Time and Ship at Twitter, and uh, or timeandship.com was my website. Uh, but also, you can get my book. My East St. Louis on Amazon.com, as well as my CD, Universal Brother, which is also on Spotify and iTunes, uh, Amazon. So, yeah, those are how you can catch me. Right on. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I will see you next week on the show. So, already looking forward to that. Me, I am Dr. David Robinson. You can find me on the socials on Facebook, all spelled out Dr. David Robinson. On the Twitter, I am at Stand Up Fall Down. If you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating that we are also on the socials on Facebook. Let's be treasonable, all spelled out. You can find us there on the Twitter. We are at L-E-T-S-B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you the listener (laughs) speaking of you the listener want to thank you for listening if you liked what you heard tell everyone you know rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening and even the platforms where you're not if you didn't like what you heard well thanks for sticking around (laughs) glad you were here you keep your yap shut you don't tell anyone we won't tell anyone everybody's happy We will be back next week in one form or another. Hopefully you will too. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye.